Sky Caramba, October 1 through 7, 2023. Mars is heading for conjunction with the Sun next month. For now, from low southern latitudes, you might still see the red planet setting about an hour after the Sun. Find a clear western horizon. Binoculars may help you find it. From around 20 degrees south, Saturn's about halfway up the eastern sky as darkness begins. It's not quite so high at nightfall elsewhere. The moon is just past full as this week begins. It rises mid-evening, a little before Jupiter and Uranus. The moon will be nearest the planets on Sunday or Monday, depending on where you view from. It's on to the Pleiades the next day. On Thursday morning, a slightly gibbous moon is over Orion's head. It's a last quarter lunar disk entering Gemini the next morning. It's still in Gemini, close to Pollux, on Saturday. Venus rises mid-morning. It's getting close to Regulus as it approaches Leo. Mercury is below the lion and moving farther below it. And Sirius is at its morning quadrature late this week. It will be on the meridian as the sun rises. I told you in last week's edition that this is a good time to try and see the star for a few minutes after the sun comes up. Do you want another challenge and can stay out for a while at night? Look for the Draconid Meteors. The Draconids are a very weak shower with the radiant from the far northern constellation Draco. If you're in the southern hemisphere, you can count on not seeing any. Don't feel bad, it's almost no better at all from the northern hemisphere. The number of meteors this shower produces varies from year to year, but it's likely to be less than 10. It might even be zero or one per night. But some of these meteors are bright fireballs, so that's the attraction. The peak is Sunday and Monday next week. The meteors come from debris left by Comet 21P Jacobini Zinner. And sometimes when Earth passes right through the middle of a dust trail, this shower really shows. Some observers reported thousands per hour in 1933 and 1946. There were other lesser outbursts in the 20th century, strong enough to make the Draconids one of the most anticipated meteor showers then. The comet's next close approach to the sun is in April 2025, so maybe the Draconids shower in two years will be one to remember. The stars of Draco have been a dragon in many cultures. In Babylon, a legend was told of a goddess named Tiamat. Gods who came along after she did challenged her authority and competed with her for the people's reverence. She created fearsome monsters to show her power. She even turned herself into a dragon. Unfortunately for her, a hero named Marduk took control of the winds and caused them to blow into her mouth. The winds blew into her so hard, her body split. Half of Tiamat became the earth, the other half became the sky. There's a Greek story of the Titans battling the newer gods of Olympus. A dragon attacked Athena, but she defeated the creature and threw it up into the sky in such a way that its body wrapped around the world's axis. Other Greek stories tell of a dragon that guarded the golden fleece and one that watched over the golden apples of the Hesperides. In Germany, opera author Richard Wagner wrote of the constellation in the Ring of the Nibelung. 
For about a thousand years, Christian literature has included stories of St. George killing a dragon who'd been extorting a village for years. When the people couldn't supply enough cattle and trinkets to please the dragon anymore, they satisfied him with a human sacrifice once per year. The trouble reached ahead when the dragon wanted a popular princess. The soldier who went on to become St. George rescued her and killed the dragon. If you're in the Americas, I hope you're preparing for the solar eclipse on Saturday, October 14th. Make a pinhole projector or get some eclipse viewing glasses. Don't try any of the old tricks you may have heard or read about. Stacking up sunglasses won't work. They let most of the harmful invisible rays through to our eyes. The same for old photographic film negatives. They may have deteriorated and don't block ultraviolet anymore, or they may have never blocked it in the first place. Use filters made specifically for safe solar viewing. And if you go to skycaramba.com, you can find a map that shows where this eclipse is visible. And you click on the map for whatever location you want to see, and it will tell you the time that the eclipse starts, reaches its maximum, and stops. Or it will tell you if the sun is rising or setting during the eclipse. Sky Caramba.